All right, so, you know, pats on the hat. Listen, they lost. It, it wasn't pretty. It wasn't, a, it wasn't good to watch. But there were guys that did do some things today. So, you know, who would you give your first, or if only, pat on the hat to? <laughs> I mean, J.K. Dobbins is the, is the easy one. 13 yes. carries, a buck 25. Uh, multiple explosive runs. You hear J.K. putting the, the blame on himself for this loss because he doesn't have his burst back yet. I I mean, I don't think in any world J.K. Dobbins. Look, it was two people that looked at it, sounded like, to try to take the blame in this loss, and neither of them are to blame. Uh, J.K. Dobbins, number one, because he feels like he isn't at his top speed yet. I agree. He's not at his He's not at the speed that I think he is when he's fully healthy, but this game is not on him. Also, Justin Tucker put this try to say that this game was on him. I totally disagree with that as well. Yeah, and I love um, Marlon Humphrey's quote of in in no way, shape, or form is a is a game ever on a kicker. Like it, it it's it's never on Justin Tucker. It's it's never Justin Tucker's fault. It shouldn't even come to him. Um, so I, I'm not buying into that. But I'll give J.K. Dobbins a pat on the hat because this is the second week in a row where he is making some great plays. He's, his vision is on display big time. His jump cuts, his one cuts, he, I mean, he is finding the creases. And his, like I said, his vision has been really impressive these last two weeks since he's come back. He's finding those back those backdoor holes that some of these other backs haven't been able to see or get to. Um, and he's he's making that one jump cut, and he is hitting the hole, and he's gone. Uh, he's getting caught from behind a little bit, but that's to be expected right now. He's making the plays. He's giving this offense really the only spark that they've had, especially from a big play standpoint. Um, I have no issues with the way he's playing right now, but he gets a pat from me. Yeah, 245 yards in his two games back. I mean, what can you ask more for from that and J.K. Dobbins? He's been phenomenal. Um, I'll give mine to Calais Campbell. He doesn't have anything that stands out. If you look at his numbers from the game, it's nothing, right? But um, what he does and the anchor that he is of that defensive front and how well he plays in run defense, to me, um, doesn't get talked about enough. And you saw the difference in what the Browns were able to do on the ground when Calais Campbell went out of the game. And I just want to give him his flowers, man. Like, you know, prior to his departure, um, Nick Chubb only had like 58 rushing yards. And then, you know, I mentioned um, at the end of the game, you know, he he had 99 rushing yards and mind you um Calais Campbell played a good portion of the game um well into the second half in the fourth quarter so he close to double when Calais Campbell ended up going out mm -hmm. and so I, I just want to talk about how valuable this man is because without him I don't think that this run defense could be could boast about their, you know, oh, we're not giving up 100-yard rushers and such and such. He He's the reason. And um, you really hope that his injury is nothing serious and that he's able to show up and play pretty soon because, you know, he's, he's, he's what makes that defensive line go. Oh, no doubt. Calais has been the man in the middle all season. 
Um, it's amazing that he's potentially playing this last year because he's been playing so well. And the Ravens have leaned on him a lot. And you're right, it showed in the fourth quarter once he was taken out um, due to injury. But uh, hopefully it's not going to be anything long-term. We'll find out this week what, that, what his status and Marcus Peterson's status is. Um, I want to give a pat on the hat to the entire offensive line as well. Yeah. Um, when you run, when you run for almost 200 yards in the game, that means your offensive line dominated. Yeah. Hunt was only sacked three times in this game, and at least two of them were on plays that he had no business being sacked in. Those were not on the offensive line. Uh, that's just simply Tyler Huntley just not throwing the ball away and holding the ball for like 10 seconds and running around in the backfield doing God knows what. Uh, but this offensive line, they were yet again, the athleticism was put on display. I watched guys like Zeitler and Morgan Moses look really good, pulling, hitting, uh, making holes for J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards, and those guys followed them to a T. Um, I, I just feel like this offensive line is starting to come into their own in the run game a little bit right now. The pass game, it, the pass game isn't is not not working because of the offensive line is not working because the pass game just sucks. The concepts yeah. good. The receivers aren't good. You know, the quarterback right now isn't that great. So it's just, this is just what you get, but this offensive line and these running backs, they've been playing their tails off as of late. Um, it's a shame that the Ravens aren't able to take advantage of that. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Completely agree. I, I think that they have been phenomenal. Um, you know, and Ronnie Stanley, obviously, just when he comes back, he just also makes a world of difference. So um, they've been great to see. I don't really have anybody else. I mean, <laughs> no, I mean, I, I don't have anybody else, but I, I, I am. I, I would touch on what I said on the uh, post game show about the, uh, the me feeling like the Greg Roman is losing his offense. I think when you watch these guys on a weekly basis right now, yeah, the offensive line is playing lights out right now. Yeah, J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards are playing lights out right now. But nobody else looks like they're playing with any type of energy out there. But is, it, no is that knows. because they're just not good? Or is it because I mean, they're not good? Some, some of it is because they're not good. No okay. doubt about it. But we've seen teams be able – we've seen coaches be able to elevate guys in the past. We've seen Greg Roman in his own offense – be able to make a receiving core that doesn't look good at all on paper look elite. The Ravens, you know, Lamar's MVP season, they were the most efficient pass team in the NFL. They led, Lamar led the NFL in passing touchdowns that year. Yeah. So he's been able to do a lot with less. This is his scheme. They don't, let's understand, they don't have the talent on the outside because this is the scheme he runs. He runs this heavy tight end set. He's right. not looking to get the ball to wide receivers. So I'm not giving him the pass that he doesn't have a ton of talent on the outside because this is this is what he does. You know, what's, what's, why invest in wide receivers when you don't use them? 
that, that very just true. makes no sense. You no, know, it's very true. I, I just look at this offense and they just look dry to me. And it's not even just about what I see on the field. You listen to some of the things that some of the players have been saying as of late and, and uh, when it pertains to the offense, the frustration that's been getting that you've been able to see from a lot of these offensive players, including Lamar before he got hurt, you yeah. know, uh, that we've been seeing these guys when they're at the podium, John Harbaugh, when he has to talk about certain offensive situations that they didn't succeed in, he seems to be getting irritated where he's kind of talking more about the scheme being an issue, play calling being an issue, things of that nature. So um, I, I just feel like overall, I mean, and then when you, like we talked about earlier in the show, when you watch some of his play calling, it's like, I mean, if we're sitting here saying what in the, I mean, Kevin Zeitler said after the game that there's no reason you should run for 200 yards and only score three points. None I, ever. I, I have to believe that sure. Some of that is like, we have to execute, but it's, I mean, he's in the huddle. He hears the play calls. He hears Tyler Huntley's number being called 39. I mean, come on. You know what I'm saying? Like the I, I just I just think the human element is going to tell you that these dudes are sick of this guy. They're sick of this every week. They're sick of seeing the same stuff in the red zone, the stalling out, the terrible play calls. They're sick of breaking a huddle under 10 seconds every week. You know what I'm saying? They, they're just tired of it. They they have to be. Very true. I, I completely agree. And listen, uh, we're tired of it. So I, I can't even imagine how they feel in a system and, and playing in something that they don't potentially believe in at this point anymore. So again, I don't think that this is a change that the Ravens will make now. I think that it's too late, but I think in the off season, you have to, you have to cut ties and you have to move on because this is a passing league, whether you like it or not. I love the Ravens running the football. I think that they're good at it. The problem is that sometimes they don't want to do it and that's stupid. So you need to find somebody that's going to be able to, to be able to um, uplift the players that you have um, with scheme and with play calling. Um, and so I think that I, particularly play call, calling is where I think that Greg Roman struggles. And I think that that's essentially is going to be his demise um, as the offensive coordinator for, for the Baltimore Ravens. So um, Ravens lose uh, 13 to three. I guess I'll talk to you on Wednesday. Um, and so we'll talk this week. The Ravens once again play Saturday. Uh, that is Christmas Eve. So they'll be playing the Falcons. So we'll talk a couple times um, next week. Well, this week as well. But um, we got some more to talk about this week in terms of the, this, this whole situation and how this is going to go. So I want to thank everyone for listening to us rant because <laughs> that's basically what the whole offensive segment was. A big old rant yeah, about yeah. how we felt about what this offense is looking like right now. Um, thank you so much, everyone, for listening. So from Cordell to me, this is Winning Drive. <laughs>